Hey everyone, welcome back to Astrophysicast podcast. I am Krishna Bilchandani and I have with me Shraddha Ramkumar. Hi Shraddha. Hi Krishna, hi guys. So guys, uh, this time we are going to talk about Kate Quasars. Uh, these are the among the brightest and most distant known celestial objects and are very crucial to understanding the early universe. So why, uh, Shraddha, why don't you tell us a bit more about them? Yeah, so quasars are distant objects and these are powered by black holes a billion times as massive as our sun. So they shine very brightly that they eclipse ancient galaxies which contain them. These powerful dynamos have fascinated astronomers since their discovery half a century ago. Yeah. And in the 1930s, Carl Jansky, a physicist with Bell Telephone Laboratories, discovered that the static interference on transatlantic phone line was coming from the Milky Way. And by 1950s, astronomers were using radio telescopes to probe the heavens and pairing their signal with visible examination of the heavens. Um, but how were some of the smaller point source objects didn't have a match? So astronomers named them or called them quasi-stellar radio sources or quasars because the signals came from one place like say a star. But how were the names a a misnomer? According to the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan, only about 10% of quasars emit strong radio waves. Yeah, but this naming didn't help them determine what these objects were. It took years of study to realize that these distant specks which seeming to indicate stars are created by particle accelerated velocities approaching the speed of light. And scientists now suspect that the tiny point-like glimmers are actually signals from galactic nuclei outshining their host galaxies. Quasars live only in galaxies with supermassive black holes. And these are black holes that contain billions of times the mass of the sun. And although light cannot escape from the black hole itself, uh, some signals can break free around its edges. So while some dust and gas fall into the black hole, other particles are accelerated away from it at near the speed of light. So the particles stream away or move away from the black hole in jets above and below it. And these particles are transported by one of the most powerful particle accelerators in the universe. Wow. And according to astronomers, quasars are thought to form in regions of universe where the large-scale density of matter is much higher than average. And most quasars have been found billions of light years away because it takes light, uh, it takes light time to travel. Studying objects in the space functions much like a time machine. We see the object as it was when light left it billion of years ago. Does the farther away scientists look, the farther back in time they can see. Most of more than 2,000 quasars existed in the early life of galaxies. Galaxies like the Milky Way may once have hosted a quasar that has long been silent. Oh, wow. In December 2017, the most distant quasar was found sitting more than 13 billion light years from Earth. And scientists observed the quasar, which is known as J1. 342 plus 0928, yeah, that's a mouthful, as it appeared only 690 million years after the Big Bang. 
So quasars this young can reveal information about how galaxies evolve over time. Wow. And did you know quasars emit energies of millions, billions, or even trillions of electron volts? These energy exceed the total of the light of all the stars within galaxies. The brightest object in the universe, they shine anywhere from 10 to 100,000 times brighter than the Milky Way. So quasars are capable of emitting hundreds or even thousands of times the entire energy output of our galaxy, making them some of the most luminous and energetic objects in the entire universe. That's what NASA says at least. So for instance, if the ancient quasar 3C273, which is one of the brightest objects in the sky, say if it was located 30 light years from Earth, it would then appear as bright as our star, the sun in the sky. But however, this quasar, which was the first to be identified, is 2.5 billion light years away from Earth, according to NASA. So, but even if it's that far, it's still one of the closest quasars. Yeah, and studying quasars has long been a challenge uh, because of the relationship to the hard to measure mass of the supermassive black holes. A new method has begun to weigh the largest of black holes in the world. So we can expect more of information. That's great, right? And these objects are part of a class known as active galactic nuclei, also abbreviated as AGN. So other classes include safeward galaxies and blazers. All three of these require supermassive black holes to power them. So the Seyfert galaxies are the lowest energy AGN, putting out only about 100 kiloelectron volts. So blazers, on the other hand, are the quasar cousins, and they put out significantly more energy. Yeah, and many scientists think that the three types of AGN are the same object, but with different perspectives. While the jets of quasars seem to stream at an angle generally in the direction of Earth, lasers may point their jets directly toward the planets. Although no jets are seen in the safer galaxy, scientists think this may be because we view them from the side, so all the emission is pointed away from us and thus go undetected. So that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.